may have noticed that our uh, worship leader is taller, wider, and maler than before. Uh, you guys all know Dave Powers. Is anybody, somebody, just say, say if you do, yeah? A couple of us know Dave. Dave's been here a bunch of times. He lives in Colorado. It's just brilliant, brilliant worship leader, but he's just one of my favorite guys, period. We just laugh and eat barbecue every time we're together. Um, and so Dave's in town. He's going to be uh, leading us the rest of the service. We're going to do something kind of different-ish. Um, um, and I'm just going to frame it for just a second. You know, we've talked about, if you're new to Believer's Church, we've been talking about since the beginning of the year, asking ourselves the question, what do I want? And what's been interesting about the season we've been in for the last year is, is a lot of things have been taken away from us, at least temporarily or on, you know, whatever, you, you know exactly what I'm talking about, where, you, where you're starting to ask questions. Well, first of all, you're thinking, I can't wait till everything gets back to normal, right? And then what's a, what's a kind of a terrifying thought is to think that, you know, I don't know that there is one, and was the normal I had all that great? Hi, guys. I am so, so I don't mean to embarrass you, but I'm so happy the Zittrich family is here. I love you guys. Let's just say we love you. We love you. Oh my gosh, I'm so glad you're able to get out of the house. That's a big deal. Oh, makes me, I'm feeling goosebumps. Um, so we've got to ask this question, what do I really want? Will I, will I finally feel settled in like my life's on track if they don't have tables in church anymore? Will I finally feel like when, if I don't have to wear a mask in places, I'll finally back to peace in my soul? But it's kind, of, it's kind of what we think sometimes, right? But this is a great time for us that I think Jesus has like on a group scale invited us to lose our lives, to gain one, to let God evaluate and together with him, let anything be evaluated. Is, is that what I really want? And the argument we've been trying to make, and you look, about, look at previous sermons, is what I actually want is I want Jesus' life. I want to live in communion with the Father. We were just talking about sonship. He knew he was a son. He was always living out of that. John 13 said, when, when he, he, having known where he came from, he served those around him. He wasn't worried about losing his place when he's kneeling down and serving because he already knew, I'm a son. son. And a son can serve and never lose his identity. And, and, and Jesus said, I only do, did what I saw the Father doing, but the Father loves to tell him what he's doing. Could you imagine just having that sense that so someone just walks up on you and they touch you and they are healed because you're so in the presence of the Father that it's just normal. And you're like, wait, who touched me? And, and Jesus' life wasn't just lived so you say, well, here's a life you could never live, but wasn't that awesome? He's living the life. He lived the life he's inviting us into. But, but the challenge is this. To have Jesus' life, we have to live Jesus' lifestyle. We talked about, you know, that when you, do, you want something, just wanting it's not enough. There also has to come some discipline, desire plus some discipline. In other words, you have to say no to other things to be able to have the thing you want, right? You had to, the guy has to sell the field to get the treasure. Or if you just really want a steak dinner, you probably shouldn't eat four boxes of Ritz crackers before you go to dinner. 
right? So you have to have some discipline on that. So Jesus lived out this lifestyle of disciplines. And so the way we talk about Jesus' lifestyles, ordering daily life, just normal, everyday, daily life, around practice of the spiritual disciplines. In other words, things we can do, things we can practice, and the Holy Spirit's power only God can do in us. We can't change ourselves. We cannot transform ourselves. Only God can do it. But we can put ourselves in a position where we're open to transformation. Does that make sense? If you want to eat, you got to at least go to the dinner table. You want a suntan, you should go outside. Make sense? So it's not a ton that we do, actually, but it's stuff we do need to do. Because God's never going to just override our wills and transform us. So, the first practice we started with last week in our video of Jesus is prayer. Did, how many of you guys saw the video? Raise your hands, please. Okay. All right. I'm only moderately crushed. I, I'm kidding. There's like a billion videos all the time. But we started with this idea of G Jesus just prayed a lot. So much so that his disciples just said, teach us to pray. You're doing this all the time. You're living this life. How should we pray? And so Jesus did. And and so what we're using is the Lord's Prayer, and it's also Pete Gregg in his book, How to Pray, came up with these four categories to talk about this massive subject. And, and so we're just using an acronym, P-R-A-Y. And so for P, you notice that when Jesus teaches his disciples to pray, the first thing he does before you even get to saying stuff is you pause. I love the message translation of Matthew 6, 5 through 13. It said, he said, when you get before God, get quiet. Calm down. Don't try to role play in front of God. He already knows what you need before you even ask it. This is father-son moment, father-daughter moment. So pause. We don't have to be frantic as we're in God's presence. Then our, we, we, we rejoice. Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. We start by just recognizing who God is, recognizing what God has done. Have you noticed when you do that, your headspace changes pretty fast? Is to like, like if I'm just starting to be thankful, I started prayer pretty, pretty sure that God has forgotten me. But I'll pause and then I'll say, oh, I remember God, you did this. Hey, God, you did that. And all of a sudden, it moves me into the place where, A, I can ask. And I can ask with trust. I can say, Oh, I know you've done this before. So God, will you do this for me? So God, your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. And then we exit prayer with this moment of why, which is for yield. Have you ever done this with God? You said, God, I'll give this to you while I'm praying. I will pick it right back up and fix it from here. You know what I'm talking about? If, if you don't know that you've done that, if you're still really, really worried, you're still kind of holding it. If you're still really, really angry or whatever, whatever it was you brought into that, you may not have let God just have it. We yield. We say, God, forgive me as I forgive others. Let me just yield all that stuff to you and rescue us from temptation. Yours is the king. Yours is the power. Yours is the glory forever. So this is a simple way we can just do a, a meeting, a movement of prayer. We, and we use this all the time, actually, in our staff meetings, in our elder meetings, in our trustee meetings, to just, just kind of go through this little deal. 
And so we're going to, over the next several weeks and whatnot, we're going to talk about each of these. There's different kinds of prayer that fit each of those categories. But what we're going to do today as a group is do this whole movement together. And Dave's going to lead us through it. So we're going to start with some pausing, going to some rejoicing, asking, yielding. Dave is such a great leader. I just trust his ability to hear the Spirit and just kind of move us in there. But I, I like to give him permission. He's in our house. So what I'd like to say is if you could say this after me. Dave. We love you, and we receive you. Go, baby, go. All right. That is pure joy. Thanks, Kyle. It's good to be with you this morning. Everybody doing okay? Oh, seven of you are doing okay. How's everybody doing? Doing all right? Good. Over the next few minutes, we're going to go in and out of music and singing together and then pausing for reflection. We'll play some music quietly. Uh, we'll guide you through these steps of prayer. And our goal is just to create an opportunity for you to encounter Jesus, uh, but also to bless him. So it's not like we've just come together to get something from him this morning. The, a goal would be to give something to him you know, part of your heart or where you're at. And so we're going to be kind of going in and out of those types of things. So I'll try to coach you. Um, I'll be Coach Dave this morning. <laughs> uh, it just sounds kind of weird and borderline creepy. But anyway, um, you know, it'll be fun. We'll just kind of go through this process together. We're going to start with the pause. And what I'd like to do is maybe for the first time introduce you to a prayer that I've been practicing. And Sam, if you could uh, throw the, this prayer up here. It goes like this. It just says, welcome, welcome, welcome. I welcome everything that comes to me today because I know it's for my healing. I welcome all thoughts and feelings and emotions and persons, situations and conditions. I let go of my desire for power and control. Just pause right there. I mean, (laughs) Anybody have any power or control issues like I do? Anybody? Just me and Guile. Okay, great. Um, Guile raised two hands. If I had three, I'd raise them. Not, not to one-up you, but just because it's true. I let go of my desire for affection. I let go of my desire for esteem. I let go of my desire for approval. And I let go of my desire for pleasure. I let go of my desire for survival and security. I let go of my desire to change any situation, any condition, any person, or even myself. And this is the beautiful part. There's this aspect of letting go, but then there's this aspect of welcoming. I open my heart to your love. I open my heart to your presence. Your work and your ways. Amen. So it's just this beautiful prayer at trying to come back into alignment with Jesus. Recognizing, yeah, I have issues. I have all these desires that pull me this way and pull me that way. What I'm going to do is I'm going to invite Jesus into the middle of those things. And instead of fixating on them or instead of just trying really hard to push them away, 
I'm just going to welcome them and I'm going to welcome Jesus to help me process those things, to go through them, not around them. I don't know if you notice this, but sometimes when you're like, man, I got a control issue, what you try to do is like suppress it or squish it down. And then we go around it. This prayer has been helpful for me just to go through it and say, okay, I got control issues, so I'm going to surrender these to you, Jesus. Does that make sense? So I got together with a buddy of mine and uh, wrote a song about this. And Sam, I wonder if it's cool with you if, um, if we can just kind of cycle through these slides as I sing this song. The song isn't identical to the slides you're going to see. So feel free to close your eyes if you'd like to, or you can look up at the screen and just pray this prayer as we go through this time. Does that make sense? Okay. Don't make me come out there now. I'm going to do it. All right. I'm going to share this song with you. Father, I welcome 
God, we just pause in your presence. Acknowledging that we have issues and that we are in great need of you. And welcoming your love and not being overcome by shame or guilt, because that's not what you want for us. But just welcoming your love and your presence. Psalm 100 says, Shout with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before Him singing with joy. Acknowledge that the Lord is God. He made us, and we are His. We are His people, the sheep of His pasture. So enter into His gates with thanksgiving and into His courts with praise. Give thanks to Him. Praise His name. For the Lord is good. His unfailing love continues forever. And His faithfulness continues to each generation. Let's check out verse 4. Look at this. It says, Enter into His gates with thanksgiving and into His courts with praise. The next part of this, we just paused, and now we're going to step into a time of rejoicing. Thankfulness is a key part of rejoicing. And um, I'm a motorcycle guy. I go out and... uh, ride my motorcycle fairly frequently. I'm kind of, I'm not like a really crazy 100 miles an hour guy. I'm like a 35 mile an hour guy on the back roads. And what I do is I use that opportunity to be thankful. So the thought occurred to me one time, have you ever been thankful for an hour straight? Like nothing but thankfulness for one hour. Have you ever tried that? I never had tried that before. So I jumped on my motorcycle, and I just tried it. I gave it a shot. I just was thankful for an hour straight. I walk back in the house, and my wife, Tara, looks at me in the eyeballs, and she goes, oh, there you are. It was like I had returned. Sometimes, you know, in life, life gets heavy, and you get full of worry or anxiety or fear about a variety of things. But if you don't catch anything else, if you're taking notes, write this down. Thankfulness is a gateway for peace. If you'd like to step into peace, be thankful. 
if you find yourself out of alignment, just like really full of worry, anxiety, fear, that type of thing, one of the easiest ways, now again, not to go around it, but to go through these issues is to be thankful and grateful. So I call it wind therapy. I get out of my motorcycle, I jump into my little therapy session, and I just, sometimes I'll say my thankfulness, sometimes I'll sing it, and most of the time, about 90% of the time, I end up bawling my eyes out driving down the road, which isn't the safest, you know, for motorcycle riding. Uh, tears streaming down your face, maybe your mask getting a little bit uh, foggy and, <clears throat> and soggy, if I could say that. Um, it's, it can be a little bit awkward, and people that are, you know, driving past you like, what is happening there? you got a foggy helmet. Um, but there's something about just singing old songs and being thankful for everything you can think of. And I don't know, like sometimes you feel like you have more to be thankful for than at other times. So maybe you have two things this morning that you can be thankful for. I'm going to create some space for you right now where you can just be thankful for them for a few minutes. Just those two things. And maybe as you kind of get into the repetitious nature of it, other things will occur to you. Or maybe there's things to be thankful for, <clears throat> excuse me, within those topics. So you could say, you know, thanks for my mom. And then you start, start thinking, oh, yeah, why, why am I so thankful for my mom? Well, because she's there for me and she listens. She asks me good questions. She's interested in my life. It's not all about her. She intentionally checks in with me and how it's going. That's, that's meaningful. Well, now you don't just have one thing. Now you've got like 50 things to th- be thankful for. Does that make sense? Kind of drill down into it. So the second rhythm of our time is about rejoicing. And a big aspect of that is thankfulness. So I'm going to create space for you, whether you're in the room or I guess the online service was the first service. So I guess we're just talking to the folks in the room. Hi. <laughs> um, so what we're going to do is just create an atmosphere where you can be thankful. I want to invite you to try moving your lips, though. Like, activate your voice, if you have a voice. If not, I mean, God's cool with it. He's not like, well, you didn't say it, so you didn't mean it. You know what I mean? You can, be it inter- you can do it internally. But there's something powerful about kind of stepping out of the internal world, if you can, and just activating your mouth and saying, thanks, God. Thanks for this. Thanks for that. Thanks for that. If you run out of things on earth to be thankful for, start thanking him for Jesus, man. Uh, thank him for the Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank him for all the times that he's been faithful to you, that he's been so good. The miracles that you've seen, the times when you prayed and you got an answer for it, the times uh, that you've been like really going through something hard and boom, he showed up and helped you out. He had somebody call you, shoot you a text, a voice message, show up at your door, you know, whatever, just just drill down and let's be thankful. I think, in fact, I know that as you are thankful, this principle holds true. Peace will show up in your life. So if you need some, this is the way to get it. Sound good? Any questions about what we're about to do? Great. All right. I'm going to play and let's just be thankful. I'm going to step away from the microphone and I'm going to join you. Okay. All right. See you in a few.
if you've run out of things, just repeat them. Keep the thankful train going. seconds of being thankful, I'd like to invite you to smile while you're thankful. Probably won't kill you, but it'll be good for you.
I love you, Lord, for your mercy never fails me all my days. I've been held in your hands from the moment that I wake up until I lay my head, I will sing. Of the goodness of God. Oh, let's sing it again. This is one of those perfect rejoice songs, man. I love you, Lord. For your mercy never fails me. All my days I've been held in your hands. From the moment that I wake up. Till I lay my head, I will sing of the goodness of God. <laughs> All my life you've been faithful.
love your voice. I love your voice. You have led me to the fire in darkest night. You have shine like no other. I've known you as a father. I've known you as a friend. And I have lived in the goodness of God. Yeah. All my life. All my life you have been faithful. All my life you have been so, so. This goodness in my, this is a beautiful time to just ask God for things, petition. So let that flow, let that flow out of your heart. If there's people on your heart and you want to pray for them, go for it, man. If there's been something on your heart that you've been asking God for, ask Him again. If there's something that brand new that comes up, ask Him. So let's uh, activate our lips and let's just lift up our prayer to him. God, we love you. I just want to ask you for something. 
just lift up your voices and just continue to pray and ask. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. This is how. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. This is how. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. This is how it may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. surrounded but I'm surrounded by you it may look like I'm surrounded but I'm surrounded by you this is how I fight my
Just before we start in this moment, Chris Westoff had a sense of what the Lord might be saying, and I just thought this was absolutely perfect for this moment, so would you please share that? I just um, keep hearing this morning, we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Over and over again, we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. The blood of the Lamb, because we need forgiveness, all of us need forgiveness the the blood of the lamb because we need his redemption we need his restoration we need his wholeness and his healing we need his uh, reconciliation we need his righteousness by the blood of the lamb and and then the word of our testimony looking around this room i can i just i know there's people in this room that have overcome drug addiction there's people in this room that have overcome desperate places. There's people in this room that have overcome divorces and loss of children and loss of loved ones. There are people in this room that have been rescued out of some dark places. We overcome by the word, by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. Remember where you come from. Remember your story because in your story is the strength that you need right now. In your story, where you have been rescued out of is the, the prophetic word for your destiny. Over and over again, we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony.
there's stuff between you and him, things that are hidden away in the shadow, it's a perfect time to bring it up and just say, you know, I know you know about my brokenness and the stuff that I'm hiding and stuff from you, but uh, I just haven't had the courage yet to bring it up, and so now's the time. It's not just a time of confession, it's a time of listening. Yielding is contemplative in nature as well. You can just say, God, what would you speak to me? And sometimes it's good to get out something to write with, and other times it's good just to stand quietly. God, we yield to you. found peace in the valley I found peace in what you say oh I can finally breathe again oh I can finally breathe again. I found peace in the chaos. I found peace in can finally breathe again. One more time. I can finally breathe again. 
I found you in the river I found you in suffering And I found you on the mountain You were always around me And I Can't finally breathe again. I can't finally breathe. Presence of my Savior. Spirit. 
father saying that to you he's looking at you saying I'm yours and you're mine you just feel the pleasure of the father he's so 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 happy 
be to just get to be with us. There's nothing to accomplish, nothing to prove. He's done all that. He's already perfect. He's relaxed as a poached egg. Just being himself, wanting to be with us. What we got to do today is liturgy. It's it's um, liturgia, the work of the people. That's why we call it a worship service. We're serving the Lord in prayer. And we've done that together. Hey, Jerry, can I get, can you bring that little prayer again? Because that just, he brought this, I want to end with this phrase. That just was massively awesome. Yeah, you have that on your phone. You want to pray it over us? This is Jerry Lout. He's one of our elders for years. Elder Emeritus, let's say. If you can pray that last little bit, this will be our benediction. Yeah, thank you, Father. Um, I was sharing with Kyle earlier, Thomas Keating uh, wrote something called Open Mind and Open Heart. And I've been kind of using that as a bit of a liturgy over the last few weeks uh, as part of it. And this one phrase landed in my, in my heart, percolated up during the time of our, our time today. This whole process of being people of spiritual formation, beginning to grow and, and just pay attention to practices, practices that help us avail ourselves of being with him in his presence so that he can gain our attention, right, and move us and invite us and welcome us to do what only he can do, like Gal was saying earlier. And this process is like, in the words of Keating, it's like coming home to a place I, I should have never left, to an awareness that was somehow always there, but which I did not recognize may resonate, resonate with some of us. So, Father, keep bringing us home. The place of home is you. It's not an aspiration to get freed of restrictions and different kinds of encumbrances that we know have come about in our lives over this last year externally, but it's about allowing you to have access to my soul to our our emotions and our feelings and our thoughts and our wills and our bodies that we come home to you and let you unpack and and uh, dismantle and then put rightly back together in a way that only you can redemptively and you delightedly do that joyful participation with us, Lord. So we want to say yes. We want to keep saying yes. Keep saying yes. Could we just whisper that? Yes. Yes, Jesus. This is beyond a Sunday service, but yes, Jesus, to you this evening, tomorrow, throughout, day by day. I love that image of the motorcycle ride. Just giving stretching me, Lord, that I just give attention to
gratitude, just enjoy you, and to intercede, and to pray, and to yield. Thank you, Father. Amen. You guys have a great week. P-R-A-Y this week. Love you. We say thanks to Dave.